today for the next seven weeks I'm going to be doing a series they say it's not good to do a series in the summer but um, I, I really feel that this is going to help you um, usually in sports particularly the sport of uh, of course we know the World Cup is taking place right now uh, yeah, I'm not even going to call out any countries and start an start a, start a international war here. Uh, but anyway, um, but they usually like uh, basketball, football, also soccer. Uh, they have halftime. And during halftime, there are kind of adjustments are made to see are we heading where we need to be heading. So if we're losing, then we want to make some adjustments. Uh, so you, can you tell the person next to you that the game's not over? Yeah. Amen, amen. The game's not over. It's only half time. It's only half the year. So it's only half the year. Uh, and this is the year of the harvest. And it's amazing what God has been doing. It was crazy. I got like, I, I got like five text messages of people in this church within two weeks. Like people bought like five houses. It's like crazy stuff that God is doing. Just opening doors and, and amazing things that God is doing even for our ministry as Elder Roy shared. You know, the three-on-three basketball and the outdoor ministry and uh, even as we're doing the three-on-three basketball, not everybody's going to be outside. We still have prayer. Amen. And, uh, but, but we're praying for what's going on outside and we're, and we're reaping some fruit. But I, I want to make some halftime adjustments uh, to make to help you to receive your harvest. Tell the person next to you you're working too hard. You, you, you really are. You're working too hard. And we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about um, the one thing that will accelerate and really is the only way you can get your harvest. And this is why the devil attacks. I was uh, talking to uh, an individual and realize that many in our church, I'm not going to tell you to raise your hand, but many in our church are struggling in the area of prayer. Struggling. And it's hard to, you know, you don't want to say you're struggling because you've been saved a long time or uh, you, you figure that's the most basic thing that we should do is to be able to pray. And, um, and the scripture says, I mean, out of all the words that the Lord calls his house. God doesn't call his house the house of worship, though he wants worship. He doesn't call the church the house of the word, though the Bible says he has magnified his word above his name. He doesn't even call it the house of love, though for God so loved the world and gave his son. 
of all the words that he could have used as an adjective to describe his house, not in the Old Testament, Isaiah 56, verse 7, but also in the New Testament, Matthew chapter 21, verse 13, he calls his house the house of prayer. And I, I, and I feel that my duty as a pastor to at least try to make a case for the things that seem complicated or the things that you may not be as productive in as you want to be. The devil fights prayer because he realizes that is your only access to resources that are beyond your capability. It is the only thing, it is the only tool that brings the resources in heaven down to earth. It is the only thing that brings the resources that are in the invisible realm to the visible realm. And you need to understand that the things that are invisible are more real than the things that are visible. And you may say, I don't even need the scripture to prove that. Many of us, there are viruses that are going all around that will kill you and you can't even see them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So Paul says in, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 14, sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 14, he says, we look not at the things which are seen, but we look at the things which are not seen. The things that are seen that are temporary, but the things that are not seen are eternal. In other words, we have the ability to see unseen realities. Let me say that again. We have the ability to see unseen realities, meaning that they are real, we just can't see them. And that's why the apostle, not the apostle Paul, but the writer of Hebrews chapter 11 says, now, now, not tomorrow, no, not, when you can, not when you're able to see it. He says, now faith is evidence of things not seen. And I've said this many times, the word evidence is Latin word E, which means completely, and video means to see. Faith is completely seeing the thing that is not seen. And therefore, because you can see it, it is so real to you that you stop praising God now as if you already had it. And then when the blessing comes, you say, I was expecting you. You know, I need to get up in this ladder. That's good right here. See, once you see it, the devil's in trouble. So I want to, I want to give you a new viewpoint, a new revelation. Not, not, not. When I mean new revelation, meaning an ability to see prayer differently, so that. You're not, and I'm doing this to help myself because how many of you, how many of you, you come from a, a culture in church that says, you better pray? Raise your hand. Okay. Okay. How many of you, like, like, you're, you've come from a culture like, like, like prayer is like putting in a time clock. It's like, all right. Um, if I didn't pray an hour, then God is not going to bless me. Okay. 
And so often you look at prayer like God has a gun to your head saying, if you don't pray, you don't deserve any blessing from the Lord. It was quiet in here. Some of you are fasting out of works and not obedience. In other words, somehow you think that if I fast long enough, I will, I will earn the breakthrough. And so because the breakthrough hasn't happened after your 40 days of fasting and all you got was lost weight, you, you, you're angry at God. Mm. Turn your name and say, he's talking about you right now. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14, 15, and 16. And we're just going to just work on this scripture until the Lord says, move on. Now, the way I'm doing the scriptures, I use five different translations to kind of help you to get a picture of the beauty of prayer. To encourage you to pray more because your harvest depends on it. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 says, the Living Bible, but Jesus... The Son of God is our great high priest who has gone to heaven itself to help us. Therefore, let us never stop trusting him. He's up there at the right hand of God. So let's not stop trusting him. Jesus is not in heaven singing praise songs. He is doing work. And his job is to make sure that God answers your prayer. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15, J.B. Phillips says, for we have no superhuman high priest. Message Bible. We don't have a priest who is out of touch with our reality. He's been through weakness and testing. He experienced it all. He experienced it all. Oh, let me preach to you, young man. He experienced it all. The woman at the well was fine. See, you all think that Jesus was, you know, Messiah who never was tempted by a woman. He was tempted in all ways. How do you know the woman at the well was fine? Because the Bible says she already had five men. <laughs> you know this boy is preaching. 
You better tell somebody he's back. I mean, one is lucky, five. She was fine. And Jesus, he had a rap. Oh, yes, he did. Hey, baby. Why don't you give me some water? What you talking to me for? You a Jew. I'm a. Why are you talking to me for? Hey, um. You know who was asking you for water? You be checking out my flow of water. Who you think you are? You know, why don't you call your man? Well, okay. In fact, you, you, you told the truth. You do have a man. As a matter of fact, you had five men before this man. But I'm the seventh man. I mean, he, he, he was by himself. I know some of you are like, not my Jesus. Look, <laughs> the Bible says he was tempted in every way. I believe the reason why we don't want to, mm, I believe the reason why we don't want to put Jesus in that category because we want to make an excuse for our sin. Well, Jesus, you don't understand. Yes, he does. Why are you preaching this way? Because summer officially started just a few days ago. Mm. Mm. And some of you are like, oh, summer on your mark. Get that. And your mindset, I will repent in the fall. First-time guests like I don't like this church. Thing. Why don't you preach something I can't understand so I can? He was one who experienced it all, and I says tempted in every way, just as we are currently being tested right now. Yet he did not sin. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly with confidence through the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need like right now. I want to, I want to speak to you on the subject uh, finding grace. Finding grace. What, what, what struck me in the King James, is that we obtain mercy, but we find grace. Okay, find grace. I want to talk to you a little bit about this. This is a Dunkin' Donuts gift card. We'll talk about this a little bit later. Okay, um, <laughs> so I said I accept it already. Uh, the word grace is 
a Greek word, charis, and it means favor. We get our English word charisma. It, it's like, you know, that person has this, this magnetic personality. We don't understand why we like this person, but that's what favor is. Favor is preferential treatment. Grace is favor. Grace, grace is, and we'll talk a little bit about, more about this next week when we have the whole congregation together. Grace is divine. This is the Greek definition of grace. Grace is divine influence on the heart, that is, on my attitude, and its reflection in my life. So grace is divine, or another word for divine is, grace is God's influence on my heart. God's influence on my emotions, God's influence on my thinking, God's influence on my attitude, and that influence reflected through or in my life. Are you with me so far? And so we, we, we obtain mercy, and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later, and you'll be glad about this. This will really bless you. But we find grace. We find grace. We find grace. We find grace. This is going to be the best week of, in a long time for you. Amen. T tell somebody, I am ready to be blessed. Okay, 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 okay. Really, really, this is going to be an amazing week for you. Really. And I, I'm going to show you how. This word fine, because I, I, I was like, why don't you say, why don't you say, um, God bless you. Why don't you say, like, find mercy and find grace? Or why don't you say obtain mercy and obtain grace? But he said, find grace, meaning, meaning that grace is already available. You just have to find it. You already have grace. You already have favor. You just don't know where it is. I would think that would be good news. To, what if you knew you had favor and didn't use it? Okay, raise your hand if you've done. How many of you have ever have ever allowed a a gift card to expire? Raise your hand. How many of you, watch this, watch this now, how many of you walked into a store, bought something, and then discovered later you had a gift card to that store or restaurant? See? See, so my whole point is that you had, you spent money for nothing. You had favor and didn't even recognize it. And there's some things that you're paying for that God said, I already gave you a gift card for it. Why are you working so hard? This word fine is an interesting word. It means to meet with. It means, and I know you shouldn't use the same word to describe a word, but we'll get there. It means to find by chance. In other words, this word find, it, we interpret it in our, in our uh, language as luck. 
Like people say, boy, you were lucky that happened. That's what it means by chance. Are you with me so far? This word find means to fall into. Meaning that it's not like you purposely discovered it. You kind of fell into it. We have a person here who, was, who wasn't looking for a job, but the, the, ap the application was just sent to them, and they got the job. They, they fell into it. They can't even take credit for the job. That's giving them a ridiculous raise. They can't say, well, I... No, they just fell into it. <laughs> this word find means to discover. This word find means to recognize. To recognize. This, this word find means to detect. This word find means to come to know, to recognize, to come to know. It wasn't planned. It's interesting that uh, Elder Roy talked about the fact that we're coming to two services because of the, and, and it'll be an opportunity to meet other people. Well, uh, what was funny, last, last Friday, last Sunday was Father's Day, right? So last Sunday was Father's Day. So um, because uh, Brother Sean was speaking, a lot of the crew from the 8.30 service came to the 11.30 service. Are you following me so far? So because I go to both services, naturally, it's my job, I know who goes to this church. So what happened was that I went downstairs to the, uh, the, the, uh, re uh, the, re the reception, and I see these two women hugging and kissing and, 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 like, and, and they're looking at me like, Bishop! Bishop! And I'm like, what? I didn't know she went to this church. They have been going to our church since, uh, I think, last October. They met each other at a conference either out of the state or out of the country. They took a cab together, thought they would never see each other, and because that one goes to the 11.30 and one goes to the 8.30, they reconnected here. What's your point? My point is, is that they just stumbled into each other. They, it wasn't planned. The only reason why the 830 person was here was because, well, you know, no, our family and the Hope family were together, so we'll go to that service. It, was, it wasn't like, oh, I sensed an anointing and that this person who I met eight months ago, the Holy Spirit told me, no! God's going to give you a tripping blessing. Like, you're just going to, like, whoa, whoa, thank you, Jesus. Why is that? So that no, uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9 says that no one gets to brag. And, raise, and you know why the Lord is humbling some of you? So that when he blesses you, you won't brag. Turn your name and say, he's talking about you. All your planning and your investing and your strategizing and, and, and your networking and God just cutting your net so that nothing gets caught. 
and you're mad at God, and God said, why don't you just humble yourself? How many of you, you thought you were big stuff, and then God beat you down so much that when he blessed you, he said, get the glory. <laughs> Can I get a witness? You, Can I talk about myself? I'm going to talk about myself. I'm going to talk about myself. I had the audacity. This is the first time. I didn't even tell my wife this. Don't worry, it ain't that bad. I ain't that, I ain't that crazy. I've been married 35 years. I ain't that crazy. This is a lesson to you, Jeffrey, though. Okay, so. Let's get married. So. I had the audacity to write in my prayer journal. This was when I was in my early 20s and thought I was hot stuff. I wrote down, God, you're going to make me one of the top five preachers in the country. I'm going to have a mega church. And I'm going to be... Everybody's going to know my name. You heard T.D. Jake say, get ready, get ready, get ready. Yeah, get ready for Brian Green. <laughs> and now God said, <laughs> and you, you, the word humble in the, in the Hebrew, it means the browbeat. It means the browbeat. In other words, it's God just slapping you upside your head. And what happens is that God beats you down so, he, no, he allows you to be beaten down so much in the wilderness, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm talking about where some of you are right now, mm -hmm. in the wilderness. Read, read uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8, in the wilderness, in the wilderness, in the wilderness. Ness means the condition, er, Wild means out of control. So God puts you in a condition where things are out of your control. And Ur means more out of control. So by the time God, God got through with me, can you preach? No, I can't preach. You're a great preacher. No, 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 no. I don't know how to preach. Get somebody else. God will humble you so that he can exalt you. Why? Because when he exalts you, you're going to say, it was him and not me. And, and you know why he got a brow beat you? Because many of you think more highly of yourself than you are to think. And you think you're humble. <laughs> you think you're humble. <laughs> you think you're humble. And then the Lord puts you through the wilderness. And you find out how much pride you have. Mm, how much pride you have. How much pride you have. You're in, you're in, well, Burlington Mall. And a car is pulling out of a parking spot. Mm. And you saw 
the spot first. So you were pleasantly, I mean, you, you were being, you were being, you were being courteous and letting the person pull out. But as they pulled out, mm, do you know where this is going? You don't need to be a prophet to know where this is going. Someone pulls in the spot as if you were just gazing. Are you, are you, are you, you know what I'm talking about. And not only did they pull in the spot, can I get a win? They looked at you. They, 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 they looked at you. They looked at you. And how many of you found out that the old man has not been crucified? I'm, t I'm talking about me. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about me. And how many of you, the devil has helped you? He has put, he has put bad things in your mind. Mm, mm, mm. Could I slice their tires? Or key their key their car. Yeah. And you look at me like, how could you think about that? You are, don't you please, please. If they if, if if this church was TSA and 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 you were you were coming into the gospel airplane. Are you with me? And they had an x-ray of all your thoughts. You would say, no, 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 no. I'll catch the, I'll catch the next. Can I get a witness out there? Can I get a witness out there? Where are my for real people? You know, and, and so there's been occasions where the Lord will remind me that this guy named Brian Green isn't quite dead yet. Can I get a witness out there? Mm, 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 mm. You know what the Lord will use mostly? This is just, this, let me just pause here and go down this rabbit trail and get back. The Lord will use, mm, 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 mm. oh, the Lord will use, the Lord will use, the Lord will use your spouse. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, he'll use your spouse. Just a little thing. I'm trying to. I'm trying to talk to the brothers who are, who are like, "Ooh, the Lord showed me your wife." Oh, oh yeah. You, you, you'll find out what the Lord's showing you. Mm. You know, like. Now I got to be careful what I say. <laughs> okay, Holy Ghost, we're out here now. <laughs> things like you'll find out how selfish you are in this relationship. Mm -hmm. Let me get something practical. There's only mm, there's, there's only enough milk for one bowl of cereal. Mm, can I get a witness out here? And you know I'm supposed to love my wife and the God in me should say it. No, Brian, you don't need to have the last bowl of sugar frosted flakes. No, because no, she don't like Captain Crunch. Sugar frosted flakes. 
prefer your wife. Leave the extra milk for her so that she can enjoy a nice bowl of cereal. Hmm. But then the devil says, you're the one working hard. You're the bishop. <laughs> and all these thoughts come in my mind. And so what I do, now I know you all are too spiritual. So what I do is I use enough milk. You know where this is going, right? Enough milk to have a nice, comfortable bowl of cereal. Can I get a witness? But I leave enough milk not to feel guilty, but it's only enough milk to really turn my black coffee brown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, the Lord will show you how selfish you are. For some of you who don't have an ice maker, You will. Anybody know where this is going? You will. Especially in the summer. You will shake out the ice. God is speaking to somebody right now. <laughs> and not fill the ice tray with water. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And now you're like, oh, I want a nice cool glass. Of, and you go there, and there's no ice cubes, and there's no trays. Am I preaching? To thank you. That, the Lord, some of y'all looking at your roommates, like, mm. <laughs> The Lord is really wants to get at the root of how selfish we can be. Why are you spending so much time on this, Bishop? The reason why I'm spending so time is because God is going to give grace to the humble. So he has to humble us, uh, uh, James chapter 4, verse 6. So let me, let me move on quickly. We're talking about finding grace. That's why the Bible says one of the first scriptures that talks about finding grace is, is Genesis chapter 6, verse 8, which says, Noah found grace in the sight of God. Noah found grace. God just says, I'll just choose you. I just choose you. God is going to pull off some incredible things because he wants us, everybody, are you with me so far? He wants us to recognize, to detect, to discover, to come to know who he is. So, for example, going through this quickly, and every time somebody found out who God was, they gave him a, they added a suffix to his name. His name is Jehovah, but uh, uh, Moses, not Moses, Abraham, in Genesis chapter 22, verse 13 to 14, Abraham discovered that he was Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides, or its really translation is the Lord sees. He sees your need and he makes provision. Gideon found out he was Jehovah Shalom, the Lord my peace, in Judges chapter 6, verse 24. Ah, Moses found out that he is Jehovah Rapha, 
the Lord my healer in Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. Again, he discovered, he learned, he fell into, he found out by chance, he recognized, he detected, he came to know, he found grace, and that grace was that God, you are a healer. Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. David found out that the Lord is Jehovah-Rohi, the Lord my shepherd. He will lead me, he will guide me, he will walk with me. Ezekiel found out he's Jehovah Shammah. That means he's present. He's with you. He'll be there for you. Ezekiel chapter 48, verse 35. Are you with me so far? So I, wanted to, I want to, you to test this week a new name for God, Jehovah Sneaky. Okay? Jehovah Sneaky. Jehovah Sneaky. This is where you will recognize, detect, and find that God is going to sneak blessings in your life. God is going to sneak blessings in your life, and I'm going to teach you how to get God to even produce more blessings in your life and sneak them in on you. Are you with me so far? How many can use some sneak blessings? Okay, so Jehovah Sneaky. Again, Jehovah Sneaky. We're talking about finding grace. Now, getting back to this card, and I'm almost finished. Actually, I'm just about finished. Getting back to this card. Are you with me so far? This is grace. This is a grace card. This is a grace card. Right now, right now, right now, right now. Under the front, which means you don't get anything, unfortunately. Under the front pew where you're sitting, there are four gift cards in here. Wow. Okay. Under the front. Under no, no. You don't have to. It's right under the front. If you have to move, then it ain't in front. Then, you, then it ain't there. <laughs> under the front. You got it. Right. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Okay. There's one. Stand up. There's two. There's three. So you know I put one in this section. Ooh, you didn't look hard enough. It's in this section, okay? It's right in this section. Right in. You got it? You someone's pointing to her. It's stuck? Yeah, I know. Someone said, I was sticking for you. Is it? Not her? Not you? Okay. Uh, okay, well, you got to keep looking then. Okay, so we have one, two, three. Uh, I know it's in here somewhere. So. And uh, who's the first time guest? First time guest? First time? Okay, you're the first one to have your hand up right there. She's like, she, she knows the deal. Someone must have told you about this church. Okay, eventually someone will find it in here. But stand up, stand up, stand up. Everybody who has a gift card, stand up. Okay? Okay. Okay. And again, there's still one in this, this section here. Um, you don't have to search. Did you, did you have to search far to find you? Did you have to search far to find you? Uh, well, yeah, I gave you yours. Did you have to search far? Okay, now, here's the question. What did you do to get that gift card? That's, that actually, I think it's $10. I think it is. I'm not sure. but What did you do to get yours? This is, this is, not, a, this is not a deep question, so don't get... You just what? You just sat there. Okay. 
How about you? What did you do to get the gift card? Did you do anything special? You just, you just came. How about you, sir? Okay, and, well, certainly you didn't do anything. You just, you just put your hand up. Okay, now let me ask you a question. Sir, when you came in here, did you come in here with a specific intent to sit in that chair? How about you? How about you? You, you, you just kind of sat there. Okay, you, you actually just, you just fell into the chair. And all of a sudden, you're, you're leaving with a gift card. That's finding grace. So, so if you were to leave here saying, yeah, man, I got a gift card. What'd you do? Oh, man, you should have saw what happened. I came into the church, and all of a sudden, I asked the Lord <laughs> where to leave me. And, the, and the, the, the Spirit told me, the Spirit told me to sit here. You, you, need to, you need to keep your mouth shut. We're trying to take credit for things that we just fell into by the grace of God. And God, you may be seated. And God, you, no one's still found the one in here, huh? Ooh, okay, that's okay. I don't even know where it is, but I know there's one in this section. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have robbed this group. But God wants to sneak blessings into your life. Maybe those, many of those, okay. I, I ain't listening to another word. There gotta be. <laughs> so here's my last point. I want you to take out your phone. We said. Abraham discovered him to be Jehovah Jireh. We said that Moses discovered him to be Jehovah Rapha. Gideon found out that he was Jehovah uh, Shalom, David, Jehovah Rohi, the Lord my shepherd, Ezekiel, Jehovah Shammah, the Lord's presence, and of course there's many other names. But we are going to discover he is Jehovah Sneaky. Amen. And my wife and I, we started keeping a Jehovah Sneaky list. In other words, every Monday, we sit in prayer and we make a list of all the surprises God did over the last week. Are you with me so far? And many times we would start out with 10 things and end up with 50 things. How's that? Because all of a sudden the Holy Spirit will remind us, hey, what about this? What about this? What about this? And the most we've had in one week was 100 blessings. Now, what are you saying, Bishop? We discovered for our own lives that once we took note of what God was doing, he would do more things, listen to me, that were noteworthy. So let me, I, I, just, I just put down, I put down, uh, 
five things that God recently did. We found out that uh, someone gave us tickets for this uh, play Born for This. Heard it was very good. Uh, how many have gone to this? Born for This was and really good. Someone gave us free tickets. And so I wrote down free tickets to a play. Okay. Then it just so happened that Pastor China and Chandler Cleveland were in town. And so I said to my wife, oh, why don't you take my ticket and give it to Pastor China? Not knowing that before Pastor China and Pastor Chandler became pastors, that they actually used to sing all of B.B. and C.C. Whining's songs. So when Lady Carmen said, I want to take you to the play, she was ecstatic. So Jehovah Sneaky, not only did God give me free tickets, but I was able to be a blessing to somebody with the ticket. That's two. Then this check comes in from Verizon Files that says, you know, we owe you money, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this check for $114, and I was like, woo-hoo, that's a good sneaky. <laughs> and then the Lord said, you know what, what I want you to do, remember I told you to bless this certain person? Well, this is why I sent the check. Oh, y'all didn't like that one, did you? <laughs> I have discovered many times, it's crazy. It's crazy. I get a little mad at God, but then God said, what if, well, do you, would you rather me not do anything? There's, there's times when, like, I'll get a bill for $1,000. No, I'll get a check for $1,000. And I'm like, yee-hee. And all of a sudden, the bill comes in for $1,000. like, God, really? And God will say, well, would you rather pay it yourself? No, 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 God. Bring it in. Bring it in. He will, he will literally sneak payments in before I have the money to pay it. And then this morning was a Jehovah Sneaky. Any first time guests? And people are standing up, and I look in the balcony, and this man, you know, well dressed suit. And I was like, you know, you know how we're like, you know, welcome, oh, we're clapping. And all of a sudden I look, I said, wait a minute. And I, I went to my wife, I said, give me the mic. And I said, well, we want to praise God that the that the uh, Cambridge Police Department uh, commissioner is here at our church. Sneaky. Sneaky. And my point is, is that God, right now, what I want you to do, if those of you, you, you know how to do this, go to the notepad portion of your pen. Uh, somebody can stop playing music softly or something. Go to the, go to the notepad uh, section of your phone, or wherever you keep notes, and I want you, I want you to write down three to five things that God did last week, that God did last week. We used to sing an old time song, Mother Cummings, count your blessings, name the what? One by one. Count your blessings. See what God has done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what the Lord has done. You'll be surprised. 
three to five things. Just this past week, don't go back to when you were a child. Just this last week. And I believe even right now the Holy Spirit is nudging your mind and saying, remember this situation? Remember this thing that you're looking for that was on sale? Remember that accident you almost got into, but I prevented it? Remember that longtime friend that you just bumped into? person next to you in turns what your list is. See, this is called testifying. We're testifying to the goodness of the Lord. You may not, if you don't know the person next to you, introduce yourself. And I want, I'm going to give you about three minutes to share right now. Share with them. Share with them. Maybe you got a good doctor's report. Maybe you had money to buy something. Maybe you went to your favorite restaurant.
seconds. Hallelujah. 20 seconds. question as you wrote down this list how many of you can say the Lord's been good to you this past week amen has he been good to you let's give him a standing ovation right now come on let's give him a that's not that doesn't sound like a clap that's hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're worthy of praise. You're worthy of praise. You're worthy of praise. Hallelujah. 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 I was I was just going around and he had stay stay standing, stay standing. You know, sometimes even when you go to the doctor and you get a clean bill of health, you ought to praise God. That ought to be noteworthy. That ought to be noteworthy. And, 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 and so my point is, is that when we go daily to the throne of grace, expect favors from the Lord. when you expect favor from the Lord, you're going to want to keep going back to the throne of grace. Amen. I'm finding prayer enjoyable because it seems like the more I pray, the more things